And welcome to episode number 24 of the Illini Basketball Podcast right here on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Google, all that stuff, whatever they are now. Uh, as we get closer and closer to the summer, I guess, um, April 27th, a lot of news is basically what these are going to be and a question at the end we have, uh, but basically all news. And we'll start out here. Um, the Last Dance documentary about the Chicago Bulls in the 90s. I know you haven't watched episodes three and four, but what were your thoughts in the first two episodes? Any 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 uh, key thoughts? Uh, I I think they're good so far. Um, a lot of stuff that I don't think people really knew. A lot of things I didn't know. So, um, I mean, I'm kind of in that generation where you know I was like 10, 11, 12 when Jordan was winning the titles. So, uh, it's cool to cool to watch. It makes you you question how good the game was back then, but it's cool to watch. <laughs> Um, I think it shows that anyone that thought LeBron is the best player of all time is an absolute joke. <laughs> like that's why, that why do you think that? Because of Jordan's mentality and how he played? Everything. I mean, if okay, let's let's think about like how good Jordan was when they were like playing disgusting, nasty defense, <clears throat> physical, way more physical than now. Jordan could do whatever he wanted if he played now. He'd be averaging 40, 50 points a game. Yeah, I mean, I see it both ways. We've had uh, our our guys' group conversation has been talking Jordan LeBron for the past you know two weeks or so. So um, it's not even close. In my I opinion. just I think there's two guys in two different generations of basketball, so it's really hard to compare. One six nine, one six four, and six four and a half. <laughs> so uh, I just think it's hard to compare. But there's no doubt that that Jordan. It by far has the best killer instinct to ever play the game. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say that anyone. And I and I know that the the apparently one of these episodes was more about Rodman. I was a big Rodman fan. Uh, episode three. So a lot about Rodman. I'm excited to to watch that. Um, I think that I had like 50 Rodman cards when I was in junior high. So I don't know why I liked him, but. Well, he played for the Pistons before. Yes, he did. And no one liked the Pistons at that time. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then before we get into some more key Illini news, the 2020 class, the Illini Twitter account tweeted this out, 15th in the country, second in the Big Ten. Now, it was like 11th in the country and first in the Big Ten before some other team stepped in. Who's first in the Big Ten? Michigan. Look, is it still Michigan? How? Yeah, I I uh, highlighted it, uh, made it bold, and underlined it where I had it later on down here. But it's okay. how was Michigan first? I don't know. Still, they lost those two guys, and they still are first. I'm I'm double checking. I'm fact checking. It's uh, on twenty four seven sports. Michigan sixty three point six nine. Illinois fifty nine point nine six. Michigan well, has three four star commits and one three yeah. three star. Illinois has. Two four stars because Adam Miller apparently is in a five star, um, according to them, and one three star. I'm so. looking at rivals and Michigan's thirteenth and Illinois sixteenth. Illinois is one one five star, one four star, one three star. In the nation, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sixteenth in the country, second behind Michigan. Yeah. I so. guess that's fair. And then the other team that's anywhere near close to the other the teams that are close to Illinois and Michigan in the Big Ten's Wisconsin, and they're like 15 or 16 spots behind. So, yeah, Illinois got a good recruiting class compared to the rest of the Big Ten. So, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Adam Miller signs his letter yeah. of intent. And a big part of that was Adam Miller uh, yep. signed his <laughs> letter of intent. Um, uh, 
on April 22nd, 2012, I mean, 2020 <laughs> around 3:30 in the afternoon, Adam Miller did make it official. Um, so, uh, I, I, he's going to be IO's replacement. I'm saying that hundred percent. I was gone. Yeah. I think that's true at this Folks. point. Um, so what I write, you write 2012, you wrote 2012. <laughs> I did. And now I got 2020 D. So anyways, um, yeah. If, if you guys haven't heard, IO's dad said that, uh, IO is 98 to 99% out of here. Um, unless something happens with, the COVID and everything. Um, he will not be back. Um, I, I did think it was funny on Adam Miller's Instagram. He was live on it and, uh, some questions were coming in comments or whatever. And somebody said that the signing was better than Mark Smith in which Miller said, that's a fact. It should so, go without saying I, uh, yeah, it's a hundred percent a fact. Um, but I saw it was funny. I hope that, uh, good old Mark Smith heard that. And, Mark Smith is a loser. <laughs> Um, so, uh, for Brad Underwood, this is basically his best recruiting class that he's had. Like you mentioned before, it's number two in the big 10, uh, number 15 in the nation, according to who you look at. Um, and, and I heard, uh, Kedrick price Prince, you know who I'm talking about the guy yeah. on Twitter. Um, he said that, uh, schools were in contact with Miller, um, in between him and, when he could sign and when he decided to sign. So that's rude. Um, yeah. So I, I'm guessing that Michigan was still on him. So, uh, and the only thing I've seen about uh, Miller's draft stock is people are saying that after his sophomore year, um, he's going to be 20, he's 22 on that mock draft board in 2022. I have a feeling that he Makes is going to be very coveted in the first round of the draft after his freshman year because I think of how good he's going to be. Yeah, I think I think he's going to be really good. So I, I'm not going to doubt that. Also, people are noticing the work that this coaching staff is doing in terms of recruiting because if you look at the uh, comments section on Facebook and Twitter when the Illini tweeted the class of next year and everyone is very pleased with the work that the coaching staff is doing with recruiting now, are they going to feel that way when Underwood's offense looks like garbage, which is inevitably going to look like early in the season? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, his guys are out there because they're getting good kids, um, you know, good players. So we'll see what happens. Uh, they're actually they get getting players from Illinois for once, which yeah. is shocking. And, and my big question is going to be if Kofi doesn't come back. I mean, all these players are like, I love how Underwood plays. I love what he does. Well, if he doesn't have Kofi in the middle, he, is he going to go right back to his, his you know, press defense where you give up layups all day? And it will be interesting to see. So. And also, uh, I don't know if we <clears throat> mentioned that Adam Miller was Mr. Basketball over DJ Stewart, who is yeah. a uh, five-star going to Duke. Yeah. So. High Huge praise. Hit. Huge. So it's it's good that he signed. Everybody can, you know, take a breath and step back. And, hey, Illinois has a chance to be really good again next year. So um, Yeah. Uh, I'll go over the next news here. Luke Goody. Goody. <laughs> we never pronounced it right until now. Shout out to. I mean, Luke why Goody. would that be Goody? So. I, you know, it, it sounds cooler, I guess, whatever. Uh, he becomes yeah. Illinois' first verbal commitment for the class of 21. And this happened, I think, was it on the the day after we recorded the last episode? Uh, yeah, it was April 18th. Yeah, so, so 
He not could. 2012. One of the uh, be- yep, one of the best shooters in the class of 21. I think he's ranked in the top 100 overall. I think he's 98th or 99th, but yeah, four star. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be really good. We've talked about him before, how good a shooter We've he is. We've talked about like him that. for a while, yeah. Um, he did say that uh, you, you were talking about the other coaching, um, the coaches that are out here recruiting. Um, he, he did say that he couldn't see himself playing for any other coach. Um, talking about Stephen Gentry, um, who basically took Jamal Walker's job, which, <laughs> of course, he went to Grand Canyon. Um, so it's, it's nice to be able to get these Indiana kids that can shoot. Um, Illinois really hasn't been in on any of these kids. So uh, having a guy like Steven Gentry out there doing it uh, props to him. So big ups. Yeah. He did say uh, that he asked immediately who he could help try to recruit for, you know, his class. Uh, Sounds like he's already called guys like Mac uh, Eteen, Frank Kepnig, Jordan Nesbitt and Brandon Weston um, is is what they say. So he's already out there doing work for the line eye himself. Um, and I, I don't know if you saw it this week, uh, Jordan Nesbitt shared an edit of him in an Illini Jersey and Curbelo and Miller both commented, um, telling him to, you know, come join the Illini family. So, uh, he has Nesbitt has done virtual tours with Illinois. Um, he, I think he did Alabama and New Mexico this last week. So, He's still getting, you know, offers from other people. But uh, it's good to have kids that are, are willing, willing to, you know, build the program themselves too. So. Yeah, so um, I think Nesbitt would be a nice get from St. Louis. Uh, I just responded and told him to come join as well. So I'm sure our podcast account has a ton of pull. Yeah. And we might be able to help that happen. Uh, yeah, that'd be a nice get. I mean, getting someone from Missouri, stealing them from, you know, like – Another Midwest school, like let's say Mizzou. I don't know who the hell would want to play at Mizzou, but um, <laughs> like Iowa State, I saw offered him or Creighton. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that'd be a nice kid. I think the, uh, you know, I just followed Stephen Gentry on the podcast Twitter account. So shout out to him. Never heard of him until now, but there you go. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, they're doing a good job of recruiting. And I think if they can continuously to, you know, be good at recruiting and keep these assistant coaches under Underwood, they got a good shot to be competitive for a while. And eventually, hopefully, take it to the next step and win a championship yeah. for the first time. So yeah, get something done. Yep. Um, talked a little bit about, uh, I, you know, I just mentioned his name, Brandon Weston. There's still a chance that he could reclassify. He could come in uh, this, you know, with this class, which I think would be huge. I don't know how much, you know, I I've watched a video of him. He's not very big, but man, he can jump out of the gym. So um, we've talked about him before a little bit. Six five, small forward. Uh, I don't, that's a guard to me, if you ask. But uh, from Morgan Park, he's seventy seventh nationally, and he's the fifteenth best small forward in the twenty twenty one class. Um, and it's, and from what Adam Miller has said, that he has been in Brandon Weston's ear daily, trying to get him to come. Um, he, I, I he hasn't said that he's not reclassifying as far as I know so far. So it's still up in there. I who knows if he will or not, but I think he will. I really do. I, I, that'd be, I think it'd be good. He's a really good fit for this year. I mean, he is technically, I think they'll probably list him as a guard, but he's six, five. Like you said, he can jump. Uh, They could use a guy like that at the three or the, probably the three. I mean, six, five. Yeah. Um, But I mean, that would make sense. You get like, 
Frazier, Miller, Weston, Georgie, Kofi, if Kofi comes back, uh, it would make sense. Yeah. Yep. Can he shoot? Uh, all I've seen is uh, things of him dunking. So I'm, I'm sure he can shoot. I'm sure that he has some sort of shot. Well, he's 77th nationally, and if he's 6'5", he's got to be able to shoot, right? I mean, I don't know. I would guess, yeah. Even if he can shoot like Io, like not really consistent and not great form, but just, you know, be a killer. I yeah. don't know. Yep. We'll see. I don't know. We'll have to check in the, the shooting ability. And how many times we've talked about him reclassing. Maybe he actually will. And if Adam Miller is trying to get him to do it, maybe he will. Yeah. If he doesn't, is he going to come to Illinois? I mean. I, yeah, I don't know. Either I, way. Yeah. But I think that, uh, you know, having Adam, Mil- having Adam Miller, um, you know, having Io, I think helped bring these Chicago kids to want to come play in state. So um, it, it's just nice to even be in the conversation for some of these guys. Illinois is becoming a hub for Morgan Park. Recruits. They are. Yeah. yeah. Mac Irvin. Good. Yeah. They have a good relationship with them. So. That's good. Very good. Especially with the fact that Gross – was awful at getting gross and his staff, I should say, were <laughs> awful at getting players from Chicago. Couldn't get any. It's been a while since anybody could get players from Chicago at Illinois. It's so, been like uh, since Bill Self and think, a little bit Weber. Yeah. I think uh I think they're doing good work there so far. So um so Anyways, if Brandon Weston doesn't reclassify, doesn't come, Illinois still has some offers out there. They still have scholarships available. Um the only offer I could really find was uh, Eduardo Andre. He's a 6'10", 220-pound. Um, he's, from what I've seen, he's like 22 to 25 as, you know, a center nationally. And I've seen that anywhere from three to four stars um, from him. So Illinois offered him just recently, April 20th. Uh, he also has offers from Boston College, San Diego State, and Texas A&M. Um, I, I think that he would be a good get uh, if Kofi does come back. Uh, if Kofi could teach him, you know, physicality and you know how to how to pound in the Big Ten, um, I think that would it would really help him grow. So, um, but I don't know if you know anything about him, if you've looked into him at all. But I saw I throw that. that's the only scholarship I could find that Illinois still ha- or only uh, not scholarship. Jeez. Uh, offer that I can see out there. Um, yeah, it seems like maybe Mississippi State or Auburn are the top, you know, guesses for him from yeah. what I'm seeing. Yeah, I don't know if he he's, has any desire to come to Illinois. It was just you know one of the guys that's out there that Illinois still, you know, had a possibility of getting. Um, you, go ahead. I was just going to say, other than that, all I have is transfers. So, yeah, anyone who has size and can play basketball – could be useful for this Illini team, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I I think that Kofi, there's a probably 80% chance Kofi's coming back. Um, and I think that if Illinois could get, you know, a guy big enough to teach him, you know, teach them through Kofi, you know, how to get better and how to play this game in the Big Ten. Uh, and under, you know, Brad Underwood's new defense too. So – I think it would be beneficial to get a guy like this um, because I honestly don't think Hamlin's a guy. But. Yeah, I agree. 
I've been very, you know, mean to Hamlin kind of, and a little bit unfair, but yeah. what do you expect? I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, guys in the transfer portal, uh, I'm going to say still, but one of these guys isn't anymore. Uh, yeah. But when I wrote this, he was still in the transfer portal. Uh, Jose Perez is going to be the first one that I'm going to talk about. Uh, Gardner Webb transfer. He's heard from 30 plus schools, but he did uh, narrow it down to his top 10. I don't know why I have 11 schools listed, but I'll give them to you. Memphis, BYU, New Mexico, DePaul, Marquette, Georgia Tech, Minnesota, St. John's, Illinois, and Iowa State. Um, he did his little graphic top 10, whatever, uh, and those were yeah. his schools on there. From what I've seen, um, it's kind of Marquette's guy to lose. Uh, they've already talked about, you know, having video conferences, things like that. But uh, another good guard, average uh, 15.2 points per game, six and a half rebounds per game, and 4.2 assists per game. So um, for some reason, he did take a leave of absence for the last 10 games this last season. So I don't know what's going on with him or anything like that, but uh, one of the guys that still has interest in Illinois that's out there. Big, big time transfer. Uh, I, you know, I'd be surprised if he went anywhere other than Marquette, but yeah, me you know, too. could be someone that Illinois could get. Maybe we'll see. Yep. Yep. Um, next guy, Francis Okuru. Okuru. Is that how you say it? Okoro? I don't. Okoro? Who cares? He didn't, he's not coming to Illinois, guys. Um, he decided on Friday that he is going to go to St. Louis University. I nailed it. <laughs> Illinois was in his top three prospects out of high school, along with Oregon and Purdue. Uh, he ended up leaving Purdue. Um, but I did find some comments in 2018 how he really liked Underwood's style of play. Of course, that was a different style of play back then. So, who knows? Uh, uh they did say he was going to redshirt regardless. I know none of this information matters, but he did get in a car accident, uh, messed up his ankle and his calf or something. Uh, but he averaged 3.3 points per game, 4.2 rebounds, played about 17 minutes. Uh, like Again, I thought it would be another good guy for you know to get under Kofi's wing, but uh, he's off to St. Louis. So if you want to see him play, you'll have to watch the Billikens. The great Billikens who make great. the tournament and are a good team. <laughs> uh, and I said like three hours before, he's going to St. Louis, and I nailed it. So nice try <laughs> on good that. Work. Good work. And this, this next guy is one that I've tweeted about on the Illini Pod Twitter account. So we'll yeah. see. Uh, Chon D. Brown. Um, I'm, I'm just going to start calling him D. Brown if he does come to Illinois. <laughs> but uh, six foot five shooting guard, had four stars coming out of high school. He was ranked 38th nationally, um, kind of in that comparison with Adam Miller coming out of high school. That's kind of where Miller sits in that range. A little um, higher, but a little better. Like Yeah, for, whatever. You know. um, in the 30s. So just, we're, just we're an idea of what – is he 29 now? Miller has been 29 a few times. He's flipped okay. back and forth between 29 and 30 okay. a lot. Um, so uh, <laughs> he averaged uh, 12 points per game, six and a half rebounds, 1.4 assists, shot 84% from the free throw line. Uh, in 23 games, he started 15 because he had an ankle injury too. I don't know. Um, but he did put 26 up on Duke, 24 up on Xavier. So uh, definitely a, a scorer. Good player. Um, from what I've seen, he's looking to waiver um, to try to get a waiver to play next year. Regardless, uh, I don't know if it'll happen. The NCAA is kind of goofy about that stuff, 
Um, but uh, Wake Forest did fire their head coach, Danny Manning, so that could give him a little reason, you know, if he plays it right. Who knows? Um, but he did announce his final four on Saturday, and it's Illinois, LSU, Gonzaga, and Iowa State. Um, he's also entered the draft, uh, can come out, of course, but I haven't seen him on anybody's draft boards. So uh, I think that there's a good chance that he's going to transfer and play somewhere. Yeah. Uh, will he play next year? I don't know. Um, you know, you look at, at Luke Ford for Illinois football, and he tried to get a transfer request at Illinois um, because his grandparents, you know, his grandpa was sick. So he wanted to play in front of him, you know, um, and they ended up denying it. His grandpa passed away over the summer. So he's never going to get to see him play uh, college football, which is kind of sad. Um, so nobody knows what the NCAA is really thinking. When the NCAA is a joke. I mean, let's just leave it stuff. at that. So, yeah, but um that's all I got on the transfer portal. You got any anybody else or anything? Absolutely not. There? I'm just surprised Fantastic. that Sean D. Brown is in the final f- Illinois is in the final four for him. I'm yeah. surprised. Um, I doubt it's gonna happen. I'd say like LSU could be somewhere that he yeah. goes because like, I did see somebody say today that in his he, you know, posted the picture or whatever, and every comment on there was from Illinois fans. <laughs> So, it's always how it is. Yeah. I mean, they're they're they they're the biggest haters when they lose. And <clears throat> my voice is about to die here, I guess. <laughs> they don't want me to say this, but they're the biggest haters when they lose and definitely can be toxic, which I think comes with every fan base. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's understandable because Illinois is a program that's supposed to be near the top of the Big 10 every year and they've been a joke for so long that yeah. you know, yeah, I don't know. It's just Illinois fans love flooding the accounts of recruits and transfers and <laughs> sometimes it works sometimes yeah. it doesn't sometimes that's a good thing sometimes not so much do you think but... the transfers and recruits even care or pay attention probably I feel not. Like they do because they're younger though like they might <laughs> that's true they might yeah because they you know they always talk about all the love shown and i can only imagine that that's just through twitter like people aren't really yeah it's like illinois fans are very much involved in they tweeting at recruits don't do that i wouldn't do it it. whatever uh just don't do anything stupid when you do it like don't get mad at someone for not coming to illinois unless it's mark smith or jeremiah tillman (laughs) right so yeah all right um they illinois did make another offer over the past two weeks or whatever um since the last podcast they made an offer to langston love um He's a four-star from Mount Verde Academy in Florida, um, 25 nationally and the third-best shooting guard. He also has offers from Stanford and Texas and Baylor and Nova and UCLA. Um, from what 24-7 Sports says, uh, he's warm on Stanford and Texas. I don't – I mean, I don't know how they come up with that stuff, but that's what they say. So, um, just another guy out there keep an eye on. Just wanted to throw his name out there so people, you know, knew it. But yeah. uh, Texas Tech is the prediction right now from Rivals. Oh, Texas Tech. Well, why did I put Texas? Sheesh, I'm really struggling. Texas guys. did offer. Texas A&M okay. offered. All the Texas is offered. Okay. Texas San Antonio offered. Texas really likes them. Yeah. So, um, last thing I got uh, on recruits, uh, Isaiah Barnes, who for some reason is still unranked. 
Um, he picked up, he just keeps continuing to get offers. Uh, in the last two weeks, he got offers from Iowa State, Wisconsin, Georgia, and he got an offer from Michigan. Uh, he posted last night. He's also got offers from Kansas, Maryland, and Iowa. Um, but he's a big fan of Chin Coleman. Uh, so we'll see uh, how Chin does on that. Uh, Illinois was, from what I found, uh, was the first big school that uh, offered him. They offered him way back in June of 2019. So Illinois, Illinois saw something in him before this last, this last year. Interesting. Um, so we'll see. Um, I don't know. Uh, he said, I, and Kedrick again, I'm going to bring him up just because he, he's said he talked to a couple of recruits and uh, they said that they want to be at Illinois because of Underwood's staff. And uh, he said that Io DeSumo made it cool to play there again. So uh, I don't know what recruits he's talking to that say they want to come. I don't even know if Illinois has offered the recruits that he's talking to. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah. Well, that sounds that good. Quite you know? an indictment on John Gross, huh? <laughs> I would say. I would say. Which I don't think anyone's ever said ever that they want to go to Ohio because John Gross. They want to go to Ohio because they can't get any offers from power conference schools. <laughs> so nice try, John Gross. You tried to ruin the program. You thought you could set us back for 30 years, more like seven years. Nice try. What a joke. Okay, well. All right, questions, mailbag from mail, Scott mail time. Scott O asks the question. It's the only question we have because apparently no one gives a damn about what we say. But we'll, Yeah, so we'll if you down. have questions. Uh, Throw we'll, them our way. Give, give, them, give them down in the comments, please. Yeah, at Podcast Line talk, on Twitter. Talk about because unless recruiting stuff's happened, we got nothing right now. Yeah. So. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. In addition to improved performance, it seems like the current players also have less off-the-court controversies, i.e. legal issues, compared to before. What are your thoughts about the character of the players within the program today compared to recent history? Go. Um, so this guy is saying that John Gross was not in control of his program. I'm shocked. So oh, my God. That's what he's trying to tell me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, college kids are just – college kids you know uh Hevion got busted for drugs at least twice that we know of since he was here um i never really i personally and i've talked about it before never thought that griffin was the classiest player or cleanest player i know that everybody's like well he only stepped on the kid one time well he did other stuff it just wasn't it was you would have to be watching for it. some of it was like you know good i think like yeah no i don't have a problem yeah i don't have a problem with it but you could just tell that he was kind of a short fuse kind of guy yeah and and i think that that's going to carry over i think that you know unless his dad's got the whip at i can't say that uh his dad's got the belt out at home to spank him um he's he you know to keep him in line at syracuse i don't know maybe may keep happening but um I don't, you know, those two guys are gone. I, I think we got a pretty good program now. Uh, you just don't know what kids are going to do once they get to college, um, what groups are going to fall in. They're away from home. Um, so I don't, I don't think it was so much on John Gross. John Gross just got 
players that decided to do stupid things. Um, yep. I think all college, I mean, you look at what's that kid from, where's he from Tulane or something yeah. that got, you know, he got arrested for murder. I mean, you don't know what these kids are coming from. I mean, you do to an extent, but you don't know how they're going to act when they're, you know, hundred miles away from home and things like that. Uh, but I, but I think we have a great core now. Uh, IO, I know he's gone, but he is hundred percent, you know, just great kid. It seems like from the interviews that you see from how he presents himself on the court, um, Gio and Kofi have great personalities. Also. Um, I don't see them as, you know, guys that would get in trouble and, and Frazier seems like a really good kid too. Uh, so I, I think that what they have now is good, but I don't think that, I don't think that Underwood has just magically, you know, found the right kids. He, there's going to be bad apples no matter what. So yeah. and, uh, I don't know if that answered the question, but that, that was my, <laughs> my rant on, on when, when I saw the question. So. Um, shout out to Georgie for watching better call Saul. Great show. Yeah. He's the only player left in champagne right now, because I think he felt if he went back to Europe, he wouldn't know when he's going to be able to come back. So yeah, he's Dang. the only player in champagne. Poor guy. And he's watching the best show on TV. So there's that. All right. All right. I guess that's going to wrap up this episode 24, 25. We, did, next we did skip over the the House of Pain team. If you want to talk about it. If you we don't can care. talk about it. Real I don't quick. care. Uh, we were talking about, we talked about it last podcast. I guess it's been two weeks now, hasn't it? Um, about the House of Pain TBT uh, tournament. Uh, Nana Egwu, who you called, um, in the last podcast announced last Monday and Ravante Rice announced uh, this Monday that, or today, I guess um, that they will both be joining the team. So I think I suggested both. I think he did. I so I'm a genius. It's exciting. I, 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 I I'm excited for that. So if it actually happens, you know, true, 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 true. But anyways, outro us, brother. All right, that's going to do it for episode 24 of the Illini Basketball Podcast. I don't know when 25 is going to be sometime in May, I assume. It depends on what kind of news we see. Will Weston uh, reclass? Will Kofi come back? All that stuff we'll talk about in episode 25. Probably not having a decision on all of those things, but we'll get to them at some point. But, uh, yeah, you leave us mailbag questions wherever you want. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, rate, all that stuff, whatever you do with the podcast. Give us five stars, unless you don't think that it's five stars, because then you can give us a fair rating if you want. And we'll be back wherever we are back for episode 25. We'll see you then. Later.